Can you tell me your name? Sally Flegelman, Rova. And what were your experiences during uh, World War II and the Nazis? Oh, not very good. Uh, my mother, my, they took my father to the army, Polish army. And my mother was left with two small kids. And her sister came to visit. And we were all dressed in summer clothes. She said to her sister, come, I'm running away. She said, how could I run away? What is mama gonna do? She's gonna worry about me. She says, come, run. I feel a very heatless gun in my back. Run. So she didn't want to. So my mother took us to, and we saw a train. And on the train, they had something, we don't know what it was. It was covered with a, with a cover. So there was like a little hole left over, so my mother jumped in, took past two, and was sitting in the, in the train. Wherever the train was going, we didn't know, we didn't know where we were, we were hungry, we were frozen, and that is Siberia. In Siberia, honey, when it snows, there's nowhere to put away the snow. You couldn't go to school because the snow is so high. And my mother, got off the train and it's pitch black, nighttime. In one window she saw a, a candle. So she knocked at the door, they wouldn't take us. But she said she has a husband in the army. You know, they were the army. So they took us in, in one room, one bed, one window. We were frozen. So they gave us, you know, potato, have those sacks, potatoes? Yes. They gave us the sacks. So we got all covered up with that, and that was our blanket, our sheet, our everything. And they wouldn't give us nothing to eat. So my mother says, I'll do something, you know, I'll clean for you or something. She says, you could go out and chop wood in the winter, snow. She has nothing to wear. So she took newspapers and put it on her feet and tied up with a string so she could be standing in the snow, not barefooted. So she went and she gave us three potatoes, not four or five potatoes, three potatoes. So what do you do? Mommy gave me one, my brother, and she left a half. She had a half and she left a half in case we start crying, we're hungry. And she and I were hungry. So the lady used to work, I don't know where, and she used to have a big pot in the stove. And she wouldn't give us the soup or whatever she was cooking. So my mother would take the big, big spoon, go in there, take in a plate some soup, and add water. Mm -hmm. So she should know that it was stolen. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're living, stealing her. My mother used to add up water, so she knew that it was the full pot, it wasn't missing anything. Mm -hmm. And that's how we stayed. And then one day a man passes by and he sees us crying at the window at night with the candle. So he's, he told me we were Russian. And he didn't speak Russian. So he walked in, knocked at the door, could I come in? Yeah. And you speak Jewish? Yeah. Ah, oh, we were in heaven. There was somebody here that speaks Jewish because there's nobody else talking here and you can't talk to nobody. 
And this man saved our lives. He used to go bring a potato, bring a slice of bread, bring whatever he could steal, he would come in and he would give it to us. And one night, I don't know how, till today, I never asked my father, he found us in the snow, in his uniform, frozen, hungry, but she saw a soldier, so she treated him a little bit better. Then we stayed in Siberia. Siberia went to Russia. In Russia, we were also 21 people in one room. And there was no food, but I was hungry. And one neighbor killed the horse. And we took the blood from the horse. And my mother put it in the stove. It should chill. So she gave me and she gave my brother. We eat him horse blood because we were hungry. We were little ones. And that's how we lived. Then we had to go uh, chop wood. They went to us to chop wood. For anything they gave you, you had to work. Well, so we chopped wood. I think we stayed there for about a year and a half, two years. Then they came in the prison trains. Where are we going? We don't know. They put in maybe 50 people, 100 people in one, one train uh, cabin, whatever you call it, place. And they kept their horses and cows. And they put in so many people. And you have to go to the bathroom. And you can go to the bathroom because there's no place to go. People one on top of each other. This one is hungry, this one has to go to the bathroom, this one is okay, good. this one is sick, this one is sick, what do you do? A lady had a baby uh, knife pot. You know this little? Chamber pot. Oh, so she gave whoever had to use, and when we stopped, she opened a little bit the, the German she would see, the door, threw everything out and started all over again. But the people were going, a whole night, a whole day, standing on their feet. There was no room where to sit down. The babies had to be given to one to you. You couldn't have the strength to hold the babies. And we end up in, uh, in, and a misplaced people came, and it was called uh, Ulm. And that was uh, for uh, army barracks. And where was that? That was in Germany. Mm -hmm. So they put us in the barracks. Five floors, up and down a day. Couldn't wash ourselves. We were 20 people again in the room. So my mother would get a chisel and put on water with a hanky, and that's how she would wash us. That's how we washed. And that's where my father found his, his sister. So we were in the P camps in Fahrenheit. They put us from, from one to another camp. It's not mine, is it? Yeah, it's mine.